Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I'm your host, Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. From lost trauma, disappointments and devastation to healing hope and betterment, what has grounded me is my unbreakable spirit. We all have that spirit within us. Every week, I'm here to inspire you with stories of perseverance and growth. My mission is to help you crush self-limiting beliefs and to be unapologetically you. You are your only limit, so take action today. Let your unbreakable ride begin now. This episode is brought to you by Blue Skies Life, a lifestyle brand with high quality, ethical, and sustainable products. There are products for your mind, body, and home, everything from calming tea and luxurious shea butter to Turkish towels and silk kimonos. The holiday season is upon us, so start getting these one-of-a-kind gifts now. Go to blueskieslife.com, that's B-L-U-S-K-Y-S, L-I-F-E dot com and use code BU20 to get 20% off your order today. Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I'm thrilled about my guest today because it's a topic that I want everyone to listen to, men and women, particularly women. So today I have Millen Livis with me. She's a holistic financial independence mentor. She's also a best-selling author, investor, and entrepreneur. She's a graduate of the acclaimed Wharton School of Business. She's certified as an NLP practitioner and also a certified instant miracle energy healer. And she helps women become financially independent and retire early. And she uses her time-tested holistic system called the Millen Air Method. It's amazing. Millen, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me, Des. I really appreciate this opportunity to talk to you and your audience. I would love for you to start with your personal story. So I've learned a little bit about you and I know that there are difficulties that you experienced before you got to where you are today. You've been through divorce. There was a time you were jobless and broke and depressed. So if you wouldn't mind taking us back to that time, can you share a little bit more detail about what you've gone through? Thank you for this opportunity to share my story because I love the name of your podcast, uh, Born Unbreakable. And you know what? We're all born that way. We just don't always know that until we experience how strong and how powerful we are. So my story starts um, over 20 years ago when I came to the United States as an immigrant from Lithuania. So I was well-educated, had master's degree in physics, but I didn't speak English. So it didn't really help the fact that I was well-educated when you don't speak the language. So I needed to support my family. I had my then husband and my daughter with me. So I started as a florist assistant for minimum wage, $4.50 per hour. That's how I started. Very humble. And uh, it helped us to save money. And we eventually bought some very beat up uh, first car so we could go uh, and uh, have interviews for professional jobs. It took me one year to self-teach English. Uh, I was volunteering um, at the hospitals. I was I was doing a lot of work just to kind of um, feel 
uh, at home in this country because it was adjustment. And my first professional job was IT consultant for Merrill Lynch. And from there, I uh, climbed the corporate ladder like many, many of us do. I work for major Wall Street companies from Morgan Stanley, Deutsche Bank, American Express, Dean Witter, Bankers Trust. And um, eventually, I became an executive and uh, was uh, uh, getting very comfortable financially, um, was compensated very well financially. And uh, it was great because I... For some reason, I wanted to learn uh, more about stock market and how to invest in the stock market. But at some point, I started to feel disenchanted. So describing this time of my life, I would say I'm very grateful for this opportunity, but I will never do it again. <laughs> I realized how important the meaning is for me. And the way it happened, one day I was sitting in my office, looking at the computer screen, and uh, suddenly this question pop, popped up in my head. Do you see yourself living that way for another 10, 20 years? And the answer was absolutely not. Um, it's not it was not enough for me to have a prestigious job, to have a um, window office in the Walter Center. That's where I used to work for different companies. It was not enough to finally have a very, uh, uh, very decent six-figure salary. Meaning was missing. So I started to feel void inside. And because I didn't know what was going on with me at that time, I filled this void by going shopping. I would go across the street. You know, it was century 21. I would go across the street to this store. I would buy stuff that I didn't need. I will bring it home, then I bring it back next day. I kept myself busy because it was very uncomfortable for me to feel what I felt. And I didn't know how to deal with this, how to cope with this. And, you know, you cannot, you can never have enough of what you don't need. So that was my phase in this, uh, this moment. And my marriage, unfortunately, was falling apart. It was, again, financially comfortable but loveless. And I felt... Um, lonely because he was working enough uh, a lot building his uh, uh, own company and I was kind of like a single mom while being married so anyway it was a time in my life when I said can you dare to change your life and that's the name of my business dare to change life because that's when I said yes you have to and I walked out of my marriage and uh, I also decided to uh, resign from my job. And I uh, thought at this time that maybe when I go to the Wharton Business School, I will know what I want to do with my life. So I went to, to Wharton and it was very challenging experience. I, I was uh, uh, happy with the opportunity. I graduated with the prestigious MBA degree. Everybody was congratulating, expecting me to go back to corporate. But this time, uh, the clarity, Wharton didn't bring me clarity of what I want to do. And this time I paused and I said, what do you really want? I was leaving. Uh, I, when I walked out of my marriage, I left everything to my husband. I moved out of my beautiful house, a rented rundown apartment in Hoboken, New Jersey. And that's where I was uh, sitting at that time and said, what do you really want? And the answer was, I wanted to feel free. 
I wanted to feel free from being with the man who was not right partner for me just because I was afraid to not be able to support myself. I wanted to be free from working for a boss who I was not aligned in terms of my values and goals. And uh, I never wanted to depend on uh, the government or anyone or anything for this matter. So the question was, how can you be free? And the answer was, you have to be financially independent in order to feel that way and to live your life on your terms. And then I said, okay, how can you be financially independent? And the answer was multiple sources of income. You have to create multiple sources of income. At that time, I already knew how to invest in the stock market, but it was not enough for me to live off uh, just the stock market uh, income. So I said, I want to have multiple sources and multiple streams from different sources. And I decided uh, that I want to learn how to be a successful real estate investor. So I flew around the country, started with the best investors I could find. And uh, eventually I started my own real estate investment company. I had a team. I was fortunate to have business partners, my classmates from Wharton. And, um, and we started uh, on a very successful note. And then in a few years, 2008 happened. And it was a very scary time. We were upside down. My business partners wanted to, uh, out, to be out. And they asked if I could buy them out. I couldn't. And I felt guilty. I felt ashamed. I felt lost. I had to let go of my team. I was running out of money. It was a time in my life when I couldn't pay my rent. It was very, not only stressful, but embarrassing. I've, I, I felt so much shame and guilt and uh, disappointment in myself. It was hard to continue living that way. And so on the Valentine's Day 2008, I was alone and I was contemplating how to end my life. I felt, like I said, I felt so ashamed. I was like, you know, you basically wasted the opportunity that was given you. Uh, and uh, like, what's the point? And I was trying to avoid people. I didn't want to, um, my family see me uh, being so emotionally broken and financially broke. And I also got into the car accident when I was driving to see a real estate client. And I injured my neck. And I didn't have health insurance. So I was in a physical pain as well. So it was a perfect storm in my life. And now sometimes I refer to it as a darkest, dark night of my soul or divine crisis. Because I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, I was not raised as a religious person. And uh, I, was, I didn't have anyone else to... Uh, to share, to ask for advice. So I started intuitively, I started praying and meditating intuitively because I was not into meditation and prayer at that time. So it was uh, if my heart was open, wide open with this experience. So by chance, I it's not by chance, by the grace of God, I was walking on the street um, just after this uh, day when I was contemplating how to end this. And I met a neighbor and the neighbor 
detected something and what I said, maybe in my demeanor or something. And she said, I want you to talk to this man. And I was like, yeah, just give me his card. And she said, I know you will never call him. He will contact you. So he called me and he happened to be a life coach. And we started talking and I kept saying, I'm such a failure. I'm such a failure. And he's like, Milan, you're not a failure. Failure is not a person. It's an experience and it has the beginning and the end. And he helped me to see things in different perspective and kind of redefine my definition of success at this time, which was kind of socially acceptable definition of success. And um, he said, you've got to work with me. And I was like, you kidding me? I can't afford you. And he said, oh, my darling, you cannot afford not to work with me. And that was the time in my life when I took, when I bet on myself, when I took chance to start working with him. And it saved my life. I started feeling better. I started thinking better. I started functioning again, sleeping and eating because I was not sleeping. I was not eating. And um, within a few years, I made really good investments. And business partners started asking, like, if they could invest with me again. And uh, within a few years, I became financially independent. It may sound like a fairy tale, but as you can see, I had to experience being unbreakable to get to the other side of the change, river of change. And we all have this river of change. So anyway, so when I became financially independent, I said, mm -hmm. I have all this information, like I, I was pregnant with this information. And I wanted to write about this. And I never considered myself being a writer because I was trained as a scientist. But I started writing and writing and writing. And uh, then I published my first book called A Shift Toward Purpose, Secrets to an Amazing Career. And the book became bestseller. And then the next year I uh, wrote, again, it was, I wrote, not because I wanted to write, because I could not not to write. It was just expressing all the experience and uh, pain and excitement. And um, so the second book was A Shift Toward Abundance, Secrets to Financial Freedom, where I talk about duality of money and wealth. It has spiritual nature and it has practical, physical nature. So the second book became bestseller as well. And I was like, everybody expected that, you know, now she will probably write more books. And I was like, it didn't feel right because people read books, but they don't act on their knowledge. And that's when I said, I want to be a mentor for, pe for other people who want to be financially independent. Mm -hmm. And specifically because I believe that men and women have different drivers for success, for wealth, for being financially free. I uh, work with women in a group environment, but with private clients, I can work with uh, men and women because it needs to be, we're not, we have different, like I said, we have different drivers for success and wealth. Mm -hmm. And um, now I, um, oh, I forgot to share my love story. So when I became financially independent, um, I was fortunate enough to enjoy my time so I went on vacation with my girlfriend and I happened to meet uh, this Frenchman who I thought was a wonderful guy and um, I never expected him to fly 
to see me from France um, when we when vacation was over. But he did, and he did it so often that at some point, uh, custom said, "You must be working here." So they deported him and they prohibited him to enter the United States for some time. I think it was minimum five years. And uh, that was another moment of being unbreakable. I, uh, I, for some reason, I didn't want to get married again. So I went to see an attorney and I said, how can we help to get him back to, to, to visit me? And he said, the only way is for you to marry. Do you love him? I said, I do. He said, then what's your problem? Just marry the guy. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did um, after years of, not allowing to talk about marriage in in our conversations i called him and i said um i have a question would you marry me and he, he said i thought i will have a heart attack because uh, he was afraid to propose because he knew that if i say no he would have to leave so i flew to france and we got married there and uh, we didn't have place to live so we were looking for some kind of uh, place i wanted to live in the south of france we bought some very very rundown villa we didn't have money to hire contractors we just had enough for down payment and the mortgage and we started renovating this villa and um that was 12 years ago and now it's a gorgeous place i call it my um french sanctuary because we have a beautiful uh, veranda with a rose garden on the view on the Mediterranean Sea. We have an infinity pool and open sky, sky jacuzzi. And before COVID, that's where I was offering my wealth retreats in this villa. So my life right now is um, split between South of France and South Florida. I moved from New Jersey to Florida and uh, I just really feel that I am so blessed and I have this gift that I receive from God, the universe, and I feel that it's my responsibility, it's my duty and honor to share this gift with others, the gift of knowledge, the gift of experience, and the gift of inspiration that now I share. Thank you so it much for the to share this story. Oh, my gosh. I, first of all, I have to visit you in the south of France. That's that's an obvious uh, revelation I just determined uh, as I'm listening to you talk. But more importantly than that, I just want to acknowledge uh, the journey that you've been on. For you to go from heartbreak, broke, in a little apartment in New Jersey to losing everything in 2008, to continuously be able to rise above your circumstance in order for you to have the courage, have the faith, have the tenacity and have the determination to try again. It's just the epitome of perseverance. And if, if people are, you know, listening to your story, probably with their mouth open thinking, oh my gosh, I can't believe this has actually happened to someone. Um, I know that it's giving them hope, you know, in some way or, or shape or form. But I want to ask you, you know, going back to your expertise, because I really do think it's a gift. You know, you talk about a financial game plan. 
and it includes four simple steps to map your financial freedom. Uh, I heard you say a couple of things. You talked about investing and you talked about multiple sources of income. Can you elaborate on the four steps? So for those listening that are maybe feeling like they're in a rat race or feeling like it's impossible to get ahead, what would you say to that person? So first of all, I want to start with the fact that I deeply believe that we all have capacity to be financially independent. It doesn't mean that everybody will be. It doesn't mean that everybody has to be. Just like we all have capacity to be parents, it doesn't mean that everybody has to be a parent or will be a parent. But the capacity is there. And if you really feel that that's one of your... For me, being free was my North Star. I decided that no matter what, I will not stop until I become free, you know? And uh, so that's very important. So the first step, I would say, you've got to start with the end in mind. What do you want to experience? Who do you want to become? Because like you said, in a rat race, sometimes, you know, we do what we have to do. We run errands, we take care of the family, we we do the work, we do the marketing, whatever we, we have to do, but we forget the bigger picture. And the big picture is, what do you really want to experience in life? Who do you want to be? And how do you want to contribute? All of this is what I call, you have to start with the end, of, end in mind. Like, for example, in my case, one of the things that I always dreamed about was to walk on the beach every morning. I never lived by the beach. I never uh, had opportunity to have the luxury to walk on the beach every morning. And that was one of my big visions that I, I envisioned for myself. I also always wanted to be to feel that I can live my life on my terms. I'm very independent, very... Uh, even I, when I was a child, I was very rebellion. Like, I like to live on my terms. So that was another vision that I had. And uh, I wanted to uh, have a house close to the beach. And I wanted to feel that I can um, feel secure and also leave a legacy. So all of this were kind of a package of my end in mind goal and i think it's very very important that people don't underestimate this because when we definitively know what we want it will happen it may not happen on on our timing but it may happen on divine timing but it will happen so when you don't know what you want when you don't know specifically how you want to feel what do you want to experience who do you want to become um then you're basically shooting in the dark. So that's the first step. Start with the end in mind. Be clear about what you want to create. So step number two is you've got to develop success mindset because we are so conditioned to focus on what is not working, what we're not good at, uh, why we're not capable, all of this, it's its a very um, commonly conditioned mindset that people experience. And also, uh, we, we feel that um, 
we often feel that um, it's just not meant for me. You know, maybe it's not meant for me to be wealthy. Maybe I'm not worthy. It's very, these are very common unsupportive beliefs. And we also have sabotaging habits, like a lot of people, especially in the United States, have consumer uh, mindset. We consume and we consume. And even with the holidays coming up, uh, a lot of people focused very much on the presence that they want to give versus the presence that they could share together. So developing this success mindset, and there, are, you know, I, I have the whole program uh, how to develop this is essential. It's essential, and it starts with awareness that nobody can be successful if you not persevere through challenges if you willing to quit very easily once you experience obstacles if you don't acquire skill sets that you want to that you need to acquire in order to be successful so there there are a lot of I call it uh, wealth, developing wealth mindset or investor mindset. There are different definitions, but basically it's a successful, success mind, success, success minded people become successful. Mm -hmm. It's not what you were born with. It's not uh, how much money you have right now. That's not what will determine your potential for success. It's your character. It's your drive. It's your perseverance. It's your willing to do whatever it takes that will determine whether you can or cannot be successful. So that's step number one, develop the success mindset. Uh, step number three is very, very interesting. Um, I know that because that's what I did uh, when I was determined to become financially independent. So you mentioned multiple sources of income. So I decided that I want to calculate how much money every month I want to receive. So I will have a particular aim that I will target to accomplish. And I knew that once I achieve this amount of money a month passive, I am financially independent. So I call it financial freedom number. So with my clients, we determined this, we estimate this financial freedom number it's very different from different people and obviously uh, if you want to if your goal is to be free and maybe not necessarily live in the mansion or have a yacht or a plane or a helicopter it will happen sooner for you if freedom is what drives you like it was driving me if you want to have more luxurious lifestyle once you stop working then it will it may take a little bit longer. So financial freedom number is very unique for different people. And calculating this allows your subconscious mind to focus on this number. And when we have the aim, sooner or later we hit the aim. So the step number three is calculate or estimate your financial freedom number. So in step number four, is how do you feel, fulfill this number? Like what is your, I call it, idea storm your financial freedom income? 
Like what sources of income do you want to develop in order to fulfill this financial freedom number that you calculated? It will be uh, different for different people because like some of my clients, they don't want to hear about real estate. Some love real estate and they don't want to hear about anything else. Some clients enjoy investing in the stock market and others don't want to hear about stock market. So now it's very popular topic to invest in cryptocurrencies and some people don't want to hear about cryptocurrencies. Others want to invest only in cryptocurrencies. So like I said, it, it, it varies and there are eight different um, sources of income that again, I teach as well. So my point is that it's a good idea to diversify. That's, that's why I teach strategic investing, not trading. Because when you diversify among different assets, if one asset is not performing, you don't lose sleep over this because you know that you have other assets that are performing and you would be okay until market will correct itself because the nature of all markets, real estate markets, financial markets, is fluctuation. So it's okay as long as you know how to diversify. And I also teach risk management. You have to know how to manage your risk because uh, I experienced 2008, right? I never want to, I never want to have this experience again. And I'm not talking about external experience. I'm talking about how this external experience influenced me, my world, my life. I never want to have this again happen to me or anyone else. That's why I teach risk management. And that's why I want all people who are listening to us right now, remember that the best way to grow your wealth is through strategic investing, through creating a portfolio of assets that is diversified. And based on different market, market conditions, maybe you want to uh, focus on different industries, Maybe you want to focus, like right now we're living through inflationary um, environments, so there are different aspects that you have to be aware of. That's why I like to say that I help my clients elevate financial intelligence so they will become financially independent faster and with less pain. Mm -hmm. Because we're not... We, we, we're not... Um, thought to think in terms of financial, better financial decisions. It's the, the process of making decisions. I know some clients, they just, they don't know how to decide what, what decision would be right for them, whether it's a merger with another company, because I have some uh, clients who are financial advisors and they were going through a merger or whether it's uh, what to do when they sell the house and is it the right time to buy now or later, or is it a good time to invest in uh, gold and um, uh, miners companies, or whether it's a good idea to invest in the uh, cryptocurrencies and if so, which ones. So a lot of uh, decisions that we now have to make. And when you don't have the foundational um, education, when you don't develop this, what I call financial intelligence, it's not easy to make them. 
And that's why I made it my mission to share my knowledge, my experience. And I'm constantly growing. I'm constantly educating myself more and more because that's the only way I can take my clients further. So I could uh, share my new knowledge and my new awareness and my new experience with them as well. Wow. Millen, your knowledge will pay dividends. <laughs> and I feel like people are listening, asking themselves, why didn't I meet Millen sooner in my life? <laughs> because here's the thing. Everything that you've described about diversifying your, your investments and uh, expanding your knowledge so you have more confidence to be able to make decisions about where you're investing in, these are not things that are taught in general education. If, if somebody today decides, hey, I'm going to go to school, I want to make sure I get the knowledge to go into the world and be a high functioning individual, you'll go and it will be great learning in many different ways, but not necessarily in this specific area. I, went, I don't know why that is. <laughs> I haven't done enough of an investigation. Um, I just know in all of my personal learnings in self-development and, uh, and finances, every person that I've learned from and all of the things that I've learned have been outside of the educational system. They've either been because I've sought after them or I've been fortunate enough to come across resources who've shared those kinds of things with me. So it's spectacular <laughs> what you what you are offering. So I have to ask. Thank you. Because I, because I know you help um, a lot of women and you mentioned like a group setting and um, the wealth retreat sounds very intri intriguing. What kind of response do you find with women when they're for the first time confronting what their financial situation is? if they've not even taken the time to ever put it in front of them before. Like it's the first time <laughs> they're even recognizing it as they're sitting down with you. What, what does that feel like for women? Very often what I see is that they, they say, I was avoiding being honest with myself. I was escaping to really look at my financial reality with my eyes wide open. And they felt that it was so scary that the only way they could deal with this was to avoid it. And I, um, you know, I, I do some programs and challenges and I help them to see that it's not scary. You know, I like to say that fear is the only object that becomes smaller when you run toward this. So it's, it's scary because you don't want to look at this. And honestly, it also helps when you have someone who is guiding you, who is supporting you, who is um, inspiring you to do better. And that's why it's important for everyone. I shared my story with my coach, how he saved my life. And I feel that I help many women now to do the same by facing the deepest fears with courage, knowing that, you know what, it's not the rocket science. 
And it's also possible to turn this around. That's why I like to share my story that you have no idea what might be awaiting you around the corner. If you're going through hell, just keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's there's someone listening right now and they, they may, may feel that inkling of inspiration to say, okay, I got a little appetizer. I have a better understanding of what these steps are, but I have no idea where to start. <laughs> Can you talk about what you offer? What, what kind of programs and assistance, if someone's listening today and says, okay, I'm ready to take ownership from my financial independence so I can make better decisions and have the kind of life financially that I wanna have? Thank you for, uh, for this question because it's a very important question because a lot of women don't start because they don't know where to start. And, uh, and that's why I, uh, I was thinking, how can I kind of jumpstart those uh, women, uh, those people who are in this situation? And so I came up with this program. It's called Awakened Money Mastery. And that's where we talk about what is your current money blueprint? Why you are where you are right now? What brought you there, right? What is your current relationship with money? And where is your thermostat is wealth thermostat is set at? What is the point of your wealth thermostat setting right now? Because some women, I work with some uh, clients and I said, so what do you want to create? And she said, I would be happy with 3000 a month. And I said, are you kidding me? We're going to start there with your thermostat because you can do so much more. So that's one aspect of what we're going to do in this program. We're going to, Rewrite your money biography. We're going to change your relationship with money and upgrade your wealth thermostat setting. But I'm a very practical person, right? I'm Even though I'm a spiritual healer and I incorporate this in all my work, uh, but I'm also very practical. So I want these women to work with me on looking at their cash flow. I offer them cash tracker, uh, cash flow tracker, where we together look and see what money leaks do you have? Do you have, do you pay yourself first? Do you have money to fulfill your, what I call peace of mind account, or some people call it rainy day or emergency fund, right? I call it peace of mind account. And do you want to create um opportunity for yourself to make your money work for you because if the answer is yes then you have to start allocating some portion of your income toward your investments so that and also that's the program where we actually calculate financial freedom number where we estimate financial freedom income so you basically when you finish this program you are ready to take take up uh, your financial, fi- new financial reality, take off the ground because I want women to feel that it's possible, but not only to think and keep repeating affirmations that maybe don't work anymore because in your reality, you don't see results. So I want them to accumulate wins enough to feel, I know what I'm aiming that's my financial freedom number. That's how I'm going to fulfill. That's the skills that I want to 
acquire. I talked about some people like real estate, some people like stock market. What skill sets do you need to develop in order to fulfill this financial freedom numbers through particular sources? Like in my case, I happen to like all of this. I invest in real estate, I invest in the stock market, I invest in cryptocurrency, I invest in precious metals, I invest in businesses. And that's what I teach and that's what I share. Now, I'm not a licensed financial advisor, which means that I'm not selling you products. I'm telling you which products you may consider for yourself and why they might be working for you. So I'm helping you to be financially savvy. So you will be making better financial decisions and nobody will be able to sell you something that you don't need. Wow. This is arguably one of the greatest gifts I think that anybody can be given. Because if you think about the power of financial independence, in my assessment, it's about leverage. When you have leverage, you can do more and not just do more for yourself. I think you have to start there, but when you can do more for yourself, it enables you to do more in the world in, in whatever variety of ways that, that for every person that's I think individual and very personal, but without that leverage, you're very limited. And I think what you're offering is the ability for people to expand that leverage a little further. Yes, I forgot to mention, uh, if I may, because I, I don't want to forget this, that if it's okay, I would like to offer something very valuable to your listeners today. It's, uh, Are you kidding? <laughs> of course. What is it? <laughs> it's a beginner investor toolkit. So it's a beginner investor toolkit that explains to you how you can start investing as a strategic investor not as someone who gets hot tips here and there, but with a strategic approach. That's why I call it Beginner Investor Toolkit. And uh, they can uh, download this Beginner Investor Toolkit at giftfrommillen.com. Amazing. This is just an episode that keeps on giving. <laughs> I will make sure that link is in the show notes so people can access it. And that right there, is just such tremendous value. Milan, I, I I know we're getting towards the end of the year and you know, people, you, you mentioned the holidays and, and presents and gifts. And I think sometimes um, people think of gifts as something physical, you know? And, and I think this gift is even bigger <laughs> because it, it, it's about um, being able to activate this level of intelligence that just is the greatest return on, on an investment, which is you, you know, investing in, in ourselves is one of the greatest gifts that you can give at this time. So if, if you're sitting here thinking about the holidays and, and money, think about the investment that you're making into you and to extending that money because you're you're absolutely right we're in a consumer driven environment and so you know perhaps instead of only going to amazon and all the other places where we can be putting money right now maybe just taking a strategic and mindful pause to think about where else you might be putting your money is one gift that we can all take away you know, from this episode. So that's And I wonderful. just want to remind some really quick, uh, because we all 
often talk about investing in different assets. And I want to remind to your listeners that you are your biggest asset. You are. So everything that I invested in myself led to biggest returns I could possibly imagine. And um, don't, don't hesitate to invest in yourself because you are the engine of your success and probably your family and your loved ones as well. That's huge. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. So I want to just, as we're wrapping up this interview, just ask you a couple personal questions about you so people can get to know you more. Uh, now that we've put you in the hot seat to share all your expertise with us, we can let you relax a little bit. So my first question for you, Milan, is what are three words that best describe you? Love, passion, purpose. Oh, powerful. That's great. And your love story, by the way. Oh, oh my gosh. Magnificent. Okay. My next question for you is what is something that you're working on improving? Time management. <laughs> and balance. That's a tough one. Balance in life. Work-life balance. There's still only 24 hours in a day. It's, it's a hard juggle, isn't it? Yep. I'm with you on that one. Okay. My next question for you is, what is a self-limiting belief that you've had and you've had to overcome? I'm not good enough. Very calm. I think yeah, people are nodding their head. I think listening to you say that, myself included. It's a, that's that's a that's a big one. Okay. What is one thing that you would want to see changed in the world? So many things I want to see changed. I would like to see that we develop ability to listen to each other more. Like right now, it's a fight over who is right, who is wrong. Uh, my opinion is right and your opinion is wrong. I think we we would benefit if we would listen more and talk less. That couldn't be more true. <laughs> okay, well, then that's a good segue into my next question, which is, what's one of the best pieces of advice that you've ever been given? That I received? That's a very big question. I'm searching in my database of advices which is very big. I would say don't hold your gifts for yourself. It's, not, it's no longer about being a go-getter. It's more about go-giver these days. It's a shift in paradigm in our awareness and consciousness these days. I love that so much. 
Oh, that that is truly the this the place that I've arrived to and have experienced more fulfillment in my life than I ever have um, is in that space. So I really, really appreciate you saying that. Um, and I think the most important question now is how can people connect with you? Where can they now they're thinking, OK, I need you know, I want to be able to at least follow Millen and know where to see what she's doing so I can keep up and and get some good tips and advice. Where can they do that? So my website is the name of my business, daretochangelife.com, daretochangelife.com. You can find a lot of resources there. I also happen to have a YouTube channel. It's called Milan Levis Channel Well. So you can uh, find a lot of mini trainings and uh, interviews that I have there. I do a live show every week there. Um, also, get my gift. Uh, it's called giftfrommillen.com. So receive your toolkit. And uh, if you want to email me personally, my email is millen at daretochangelife.com. I rarely give out my email, but that's my personal email, millen at daretochangelife.com. Here you go. It's a, oh. it's a season of giving, right? Yes, I feel like we've been very fortunate, very, very fortunate in this episode. And I really do believe, Millen, this is this is one of my favorite topics. And I, I told you this before we did this interview today. I think it's um, under discussed. I, I think there's so much potential for it to be discussed even more. So I love that this can be this can contribute to that is to be a conversation starter. And I would I would ask anybody who's listening to do me this one favor and fulfill this one request, if there's nothing else that you do today, is to share this episode. I cannot stress enough the difference that you can make for someone, for them to have more awareness about their finances and to take a, a moment to pause and think about the potential of where things could be if they spent a little bit more time in this pillar, the same as we would with maybe where we spend other time on fun and food and fitness and maybe other things. Finances is maybe one that gets a little bit neglected. So I just thank you for shedding light today on this topic. My pleasure. And I last, last, advice that I want to share is kind of fun. I often remind my um, clients and my ladies that the best French perfume ever, every woman can wear is to be financially independent and to feel confident about herself and to be self-reliant. Nothing else, no matter how elegant and classy you may look, if underneath the skin, you're not confident and you feel dependent financially on anyone. Nothing else will matter. The mic has just been dropped, ladies and gentlemen. I just wanna, I just wanna say that because at first I was thinking about the perfume that I got when I first visited France. I went to the Palace of Versailles and my mind was just blown away and I got this little perfume and I wish it was a big one because it smelled so good and I, I have no idea, except if I went back there, where, where to find it. So I guess I'll just have to go back there. But that is true. Any day of the week, I would be, I would want to wear that perfume. <laughs> Me too. So, Me too. Thank you. 
Yes. Oh, this has been such an amazing, amazing hour. So I just thank you again for your time. And I can't wait to follow everything you're doing and to dig into your books and recommend them to others. Thank you so much. Thank you for this opportunity. Gift from millen.com. That's gift from M-I-L-L-E-N.com. That is where you can download the guide that Millen was talking about. Let me give you a recap. It's a free beginner investment toolkit, and it covers the eight keys to mastering investing and creating wealth. What is the best investment strategy for you right now? Which investment strategy is best for you and how to make better financial decisions? I downloaded it. It's 42 pages of free information. Don't skip out on that free information. Go get that and encourage others to go to that link and get it as well. I will tell you right now, I am so passionate about this topic. I wish that financial independence was taught in our schools. If somebody finds out that this curriculum is in our school system, could you please email me, call me, text me, let me know because the last time I checked, uh, I was not privy to that information. So please inform me if that, if that is happening. Uh, I wanna say a couple of other things. Besides the action that I would like you to take of sharing this episode with as many people as you can who it would help, I also wanna say, don't be afraid to talk about finances with young people. If you're a parent or a caretaker or an influencer of a young person, this is a topic that you should begin discussing, obviously on terms that would be understandable depending on how old someone is, but think about it for just a moment. When you were between the ages of 17 and 21, is financial independence something that you were having conversations about? If you were, fantastic, that is awesome. I bet that you are in life today doing well because of that. If you weren't having those conversations, do you ever think right now what it would be like if you were? If you were, if you started to learn about what diversifying your portfolio even meant, Today, there are a lot of options and a lot more resources of how to invest your money so that you can have multiple streams of income and you can have passive income and you can understand what it means to invest in the stock market or real estate or cryptocurrency or Bitcoin or whatever it may be. There's a lot of different things out there, but you have to go and get the information, study it, understand it, digest it, talk about it in community. Don't be afraid to talk about money if you don't understand start to understand make today the day that you raise your financial literacy because it's going to make a difference for you and anybody that you have influence over in your life i guarantee it do you know how much money that you have coming into your bank accounts every month do you know how much money that is going out of your bank accounts every month do you know how much money you want to save and invest this can be something that you create right now, this financial blueprint as you go into 2022 and change the game for yourself. 
I can go on and on and on about this. So I'm going to go ahead and cut myself off or else you'll be here for another hour and just say to remind you, you are your only limit. Yes, you. So take action today. Many actions we talked about today on this amazing podcast episode with Melon Levis. I'm so grateful. Tune in again next time for another inspiring episode. I'm so grateful that you're here. Please subscribe if you haven't already and do me a favor and rate and review if you haven't already. Okay, take care. See you next time.